pound sign thought nuggets. Welcome back to Thought Nuggets. I am Taylor, and Mary is actually in um, Colorado, and she'll be there for a little while. So um, I'm taking over the 12 days. Uh, and also want to side note this, um, I was supposed to record this episode yesterday, but somehow I got mixed up and thought that Christmas Eve was today, which it is not. So you're getting a double podcast, um, this today. So get excited for that. Um, okay. So I decided that it would be really cool to take a look at the 12 days of Christmas because that is our series that we are doing. Um, and also, Mary and I were like, what even is the 12 days of Christmas? Like, what is what is the meaning behind it? What, Why? Why are there lords leaping? I don't know. So, I thought I might as well do a little research and give you guys the scoop. Um, this will be a short little podcast, but hopefully you get something out of it. It could be interesting. So, okay, without further ado, here we go. Um, I actually I got this from Vox, which is a credible article place. It's kind of like news and stuff like that and whatnot. Anyhow, um, so the 12 days of Christmas is a period that in Christian theology marks the span between the birth of Christ and the coming of the Magi, the three wise men. It begins on December 25th, Christmas, and runs through January 6th. The Epiphany sometimes also calls it Three Kings Day. Additionally, four weeks preceding Christmas are collectively known as Advent, which begins four Sundays before Christmas and ends on December 24th. So we actually technically had it wrong, <laughs> if you think about it, because we shouldn't be, it's not really in December, it starts actually on Christmas. So that's very interesting. Um, some families choose to mark the 12-day period by observing feast days and various saints. Um, it's more of the Catholic tradition. Um, and planning daily Christmas readings and activities. But for many, after December 25th, things go back to business as usual. The 12 Days of Christmas is also a Christmas carol in which the singer brags about all the cool gifts they receive from their true love during the 12 Days of Christmas. Each verse builds upon the previous one, serving as a very effective way to annoy family members on road trips. 100% agree with that. So, I might as well just read it to you so you guys remember everything, because I always forget all of the gifts. It's a lot of birds. Um, so, just disclaimer, a lot of birds. Um, so, on the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. You also get a pear tree, which is kind of cool. Uh, two turtle doves, three French hens, four calling birds, five golden rings, six geese laying, not just geese, they're actually laying eggs, so that's a pretty good investment. Uh, seven swans a swimming, so you have a pond as well. I'm I reckon. Um, eight maids a milking, so you got maids that are actually doing stuff, which implies that you have cows, which is kind of cool. Um, nine ladies dancing, so I guess entertainment forever. I don't know. Ten lords leaping, which I don't really know how I feel about lords that are leaping. Sounds weird. Um, Eleven pipers piping. You know, that could get old real quick. And 12 drummers drumming, which I never remember the 12th one for whatever reason. I don't know. So the history of the carol is somewhat murky. The earliest known version appeared in a 1780 children's book called Mirth Without Mischief. 
And some historians think this song could be of French origin, but most agree it was designed as a memory and forfeits game in which singers tested and recalled their lyrics and had to award their opponents a forfeit, a kiss, or a favor of some kind if they made a mistake. AKA was like an early, you know, 1700s or 1800s drinking game is what it sounds like, but maybe with other things as punishment. Um... Many variations of the lyrics have existed at some point. Um, bears abating? I have no idea. Ships a-sailing? Um, interesting. Lots of lots of different possibilities. Some people theorize that the five golden rings actually refers to the markings of a ringed neck pheasant, which would align with the bird motif in the early verses. So essentially, you could be actually getting all birds. These could all be just birds, um, which is interesting. In any case, the song most of us are familiar with today comes from the English composer named Frederick Austin. In 1909, he set his melody and lyrics, including changing Collie to Calling and adding his own flourish and drawn-out cadence of five gold rings. So that's where you get the little drawn-out part. It's kind of cool. Um, a popular theory that has made the internet rounds is um, the claim that the 12 Days of Christmas song is actually a coded reference to Christianity. Essentially, it is to learn and pass on the tenets of their faith while avoiding persecution, um, which is interesting. So the claim is two turtle doves, the Old and New Testament, three French hens, faith, hope, and charity, the theological virtues, four calling birds, the four gospels, and or the four evangelists, five golden rings, the first five books in the Old Testament, uh, the Pentateuch, as we are call we call it. Um, six geese laying is the six days of creation. Seven swans of swimming are the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. The seven sacraments. Eight maids of milking are the eight beatitudes. Nine ladies dancing are the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. Ten lords leaping are the ten commandments. Eleven pipers piping are the eleven faithful apostles. And twelve drummers drumming the points of the doctrine of the Apostles' Creed. So definitely more on the side of um, the Catholic faith, but um, obviously just generally Christianity um, tries to tie it to there. And, oh, here's the last part, is the partridge in the pear tree naturally represents Jesus Christ. So um, the theory seems tailor-made for circulation via chain emails, but actually it makes little sense when you examine it. Um, if you look at the article on Snopes, it's actually a really good explanation of different holes in this logic. Um, the first is the song's gifts have nothing to do with Christian equivalents, so the song is basically useless in a way to remember key pillars of the faith. I mean, if you need it for memorization purposes, I could see why, but it just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, and second, if Christians were so restricted from practicing their faith and they had to conceal messages and songs, they would also would not be able to celebrate Christmas in the first place. So it doesn't really make sense that it's a code necessarily, but perhaps it was inspiration um, for the song, a secular adaptation, perhaps. We don't really know. So the next thing I'd like to talk about is the actual, I think we mentioned this in the um, trivia that we did, but how much, uh, how many gifts you'd actually receive um, this article actually talks about what would, how much, relatively speaking, would this cost one person? And so to calculate the cost of all the gifts, um, 
if we look at PNC Financial Services Group's annual Christmas price index, it actually calculates the cost of all the gifts um, in the song based on the current market rates of 2017. And the total is about $34,558.65. Yes, that is 364 gifts in all, and that's roughly what it would cost, which is kind of crazy. Okay, this is super, super weird. But at the very end of this article, it talks about there is a 12 Days of Christmas diet of sorts in which Atlantic's Olga Kahan attempted in 2013. She calculated the calories in each serving of each bird in the song and offset them with calories burned by various activities, milking, leaping, etc. Turns out that all that poultry is somewhat less indulgent than a typical American holiday meal, she sums up. If you ate all of the birds in one day, including the pheasant pie, but not including all the trimmings from all the other dishes, subtracted the energy you expended milking, dancing, leaping, and drumming, you have consumed 2,384 net calories. That's really not bad considering the average American Thanksgiving dinner adds up to about 4,500 calories. It seems even more reasonable, relatively speaking, when you consider that you wanted to burn off your meal by just singing its namesake tune. You'd have to make it all the way through 300 times, about 17 and a half hours of caroling, and that's a gift we doubt anyone would welcome. <laughs> so, there you have it. Hopefully that was interesting to you. It was fairly interesting to me. Um, didn't know all these different things. Let us know what you think, uh, what the meaning is, what the significance is. Um, to me, I still think it, I think it could definitely have some Christian elements to it. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of uh, fun facts associated with it. It's probably pretty entertaining. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts. Uh, we will be back at you tomorrow for Christmas Eve craziness. Um, it's going to be super exciting. Uh, lots of stuff in store. So, and also, if you have not listened to our most recent podcast, because this one technically is coming out the same day as our next podcast, go check that out. It's pretty awesome. It's actually inspiring stories of Christmas um, that I read, and they're super awesome. So you should go check those out. Um, if you haven't already, uh, you should subscribe on iTunes. Go check out our website, lettucedraw.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, whatever <laughs> all the all the social medias uh, our our handle is just let us draw l-e-t-t-u-s-d-r-a-w with that have a good morning or a good evening wherever you are and we will be back at you tomorrow bye bye